I love that I get pictures of you when I answer now. Oh, hello? Can you hear? Hang on, let me turn it up. Can you hear? I, I got hear. it way down. Can you hear it now? Yeah, you sound good. messed up now. Yours is? I had it way down for editing. Oh, no problem. Okay, we're ready to go live. You ready? Always ready. Oh. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we are all going live now. Like, only one of us could go live at some point. I don't know. Good morning, Vietnam! That's a very freaky picture. That with <laughs> it's the cat. really funny. It's very, it's very freaky. <laughs> the picture you put up, Sue. Of like the cat suspended <laughs> on the pillow. <laughs> the magical cat. <laughs> This is the result, and now I believe he is magic. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. It's a little creepy. It's a little creepy. All right, this is going to be the episode where Danielle looks at funny cat pictures. No, I just haven't actually looked at it close up, and it's so funny. It's a a little freaky. It's a little freaky. All right, so tonight, Jen is not here. Do you remember that time way back in, like, Pofwa season one, where I was very upset at someone because of Mm -hmm. something? And I, uh-huh. I it, it was like Lady Chi was there, Etai was there, and I just kept chiming in like through the chat all night. I am very upset. I don't remember why. Jen's having one of those days. Jen is very upset at the Dallas Comic Con. Yeah, she's very yeah. upset because they they have hiked ticket prices from twenty five dollars to forty. Now the thing with Jen, I have found, is because of the the disparate prices between the Northeast and Texas. What I think is cheap, she thinks is ridiculously expensive. expensive. And she and she would rather walk like a mile. Well, she wouldn't do that. She never likes to walk because you know, everything is very close. To, it's very far apart, so they have to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was having that conversation with Jen today, but you know, I I can see her point because the thing is so expensive. So she posted on their website. She gave them a talking to. Oh, dear. Oh, and no. she sent me, or she, it may have been on Facebook, it was somewhere. And she kept like, when, when I'm like, that's a really good end line, Jen. There were like 17 more paragraphs. She just kept beating them over the head she with the point that they're going. expensive. Yeah. So she, she puts that up. And then she comes back and does like an addendum. Oh. And she yells at them again. <laughs> and then it she must comes. be like one of those things where, you know, how when she posts on Facebook and you think it's just a little paragraph and, and you then click you hit see more, see more yeah. and it's like. And it goes on for another three and it, days. And it was that, wasn't it? Jen does not understand the use of the list on the, you know, the list thing on Facebook. Yeah. She doesn't get that feature, mm-hmm. but that's okay. We love Jen. Now, then she posted, please see attached your pricing links for the past five years. Oh, my so Jen was shortly thereafter banned from the website of the Dallas Comic Con. They banned her. And they deleted <laughs> all reference to the to last year's It went from like fifteen bucks to twenty five to forty and she's not taking it anymore. So Jen was banned. So well, she- it reminds me of that scene in Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. where Kirk buys his like wheat toast at Luke's and he's like, Oh, it's a dollar, right? He's like, No, I up my prices and he's like, it's like a dollar five. Dollar ten. Or since he raises it like ten cents, I found that annoying. And mm-hmm. and Make Luke's whole much. thing was, dude, it's just a dime. Like it's not that big of a deal. And, like, and then like Lorelai's like, well, if you actually break it down, that is kind of a high increase. Like <laughs> they break it down by the percentage. And I'm like, fifteen dollars isn't really that much, but I guess if you work it out percentage wise, yeah, it's kind of a lot. Fifteen cents. Well, and it no, depends no, fifteen dollars for the Comic Con. Oh, for the Comic Con. I thought we were still on Luke's. Um, someone in the chat asked, you know, on uh, Facebook, this is me getting technical with you, you know how people, remember those things you used to do when you were a kid, it's like, it asks you a hundred questions, have you ever gone skinny dipping, have you ever done all those mm-hmm. things? It's, they still do those on Facebook. It's where you um, look under someone's profile and you can click and they have like a separate page where they've written something somewhere. All their lists, yes, I know. Yes, they, it's a, it, there's a list feature something. 
somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I what don't I was know referring if it to. still exists anymore because they've changed Facebook. They, 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 but. Yes, Facebook has had a couple of updates. You were saying, Sue? Maybe. I, I, about, gen, well, I can see it if it's, if it's, you know, gone from 15 to 20 to 40 to get through the door, that's one thing. But if it's that right. much to go through the autograph line, if well, you yeah, want to go through the autograph line and see more than one person, then, you know, yeah, it's, it's my understanding it's really you bad. get there, you get there and you're treated like beef or something. Mm-hmm. Not beef. That sounds weird. Cattle? Cattle. Cattle. That's the one I was going for. Thank you. And they herd you around. See how I'm continuing the cattle thing? They herd yeah. you around and you, you'll pay like 500 bucks by the end of the day. Right. So what I was saying was the difference between 500 and 550 is not so big. I would not spend 500 in the beginning. I would follow Sir Pat Stu on Twitter where I can right. interact with him much as I do in my, the vain hopes that he might write back much as I interact with my good fa- friend, Martha Plimpton. Well, what about my mm-hmm. good friend, Josh Molina? Oh, I got two from Martha. Plimpton. Oh, well, whatever. Plimpton. I have both two tweets from Martha Plimpton and one tweet from the guardians of the girl who plays Sydney on parenthood. That yeah, will yeah. I will remind you. So I have so a Twitter question for you. What do you got? Cause Sue has all new technology. Sue has the best laptop in Pufwa, right? Pufwa. Pufwa. Well, and it's, it's a technology question. Yes. So when I had the old computer and I had TweetDeck, yep. it put the little tweets up in the corner, much like everything happens now. Everything goes up yep. in the little corner. Everything's in the corner. Except TweetDeck. That's the only uh, thing probably, that goes up in the corner. It's probably under the TweetDeck preferences, or you can look on, I'm thinking, I'm getting confused between iOS and OS. Uh, there may be like a notification thing. I can look with you later under um, okay. your settings. There's something somewhere that you can enable that, but I think you have to do it under, under TweetDeck. Okay, I'll go and try that later. Yes, be- beef is cattle. Thank you, Rick. That, that, that's actually, yeah. I, I don't know why I was thinking, I said beef, and then I'm like, I'm picturing like, you know, like the little containers of, of processed mm. beef, and I'm like, that's not what I was going for. <laughs> so Sue has a, Sue has a new laptop, and the problem we had was, was, was we got Sue the new Pofo laptop, and she has eight gigs of RAM. Problem being, I have four. So Sue now has the most sophisticated computer we have. Sad. As I, so as I talked about in last week's episode, Sue is now our flagship. So I went out and bought a new, uh, not a new laptop. I went out immediately thereafter and bought a new computer with sixteen. So <laughs> I'm number one. Yeah, but you, ah! you don't use that computer for podcasts. I don't. Never. Could you imagine if I did? No. Good God, Maud. Yeah, the, the whole thing would like fly away or something. It, it really would. I think the line is right on, Maud. Really? Right on, Maud. the show. Mar- no, you're thinking of Maud, Maud. Yeah, like the show. I thought it was an expression independent of the show. You're oh, thinking whatever. B. Arthur. Yeah. Too, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And then there's Maud. And, and then there's Maud. And then there's the fact that we're under the age of uh, you know 70, what's what 74, funny? and we know what the theme is. You know what's what funny is, is um, disturbing. Bob on is, Family Guy one time, like they made fun of the theme song of Maud because it's so long. <laughs> He's watching it, and it just added, like, all these new lyrics, because you know how it's like, and Lady Godiva, yeah. blah, 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 and it just kept going and going, and Peter's like, what the hell? So it's a lot like and our it's intro. A, it's and a lot like, like Peter's just yelling at the TV, and then there's mine! <laughs> oh my God. That's back when Family uh, Guy was funny. Family, well, Family Guy It's got, not funny it, anymore. It, it's really, well, I stopped yeah. watching, so it could be, I just don't know. But that seems funny. That was... And then there's mine, oh, what the the, anyway. And then my, there is Maud. Yes, my Sue's mother just to... said something to me that was embarrassing to me, but that everybody else I think will think it's very funny. That you so, melted your bra, Sue? I, I didn't melt my bra. <laughs> yes, Aww. but I was out um, 
cutting limbs off of trees. As you do. A little bit ago. And uh, and then with the saw, that was exciting and fun. And then the battery died, so then we had to do it with the, the loppers, wow. which means that tomorrow I'm going to have really cool bruises because I was using parts of my body to hold the lopper on one side so I could use two hands for the other. And apparently I was grunting because she told me I sounded like I was having sex. Oh, Sue. <laughs> I, I think Kofor can use this. I'm I think sure we can Kofor use this. Can use this. <laughs> I think we can use this. Let me just think for a minute. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. All I'm picturing right now is Jen and the guy suspended from the tree. Isn't there a guy the tree. from the tree? Yes, with yeah. the chainsaw. With the chainsaw. Yes, she and had to climb. I'm, I'm going to throw the chainsaw down to you. Yeah, yep, yeah, she missed it because she's a girl. The wet lawn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm where where the this. water was flowing because the electricity was hopping and yeah. Yeah. It's always, always scary. That's like the Gen series finale right there. That story had everything. It was very good. Yeah. I was we very can, excited to be there live for that one. We cannot talk about sword art online tonight. We cannot talk about anime. Uh, Bob has made us promise. Well, suffice to say, it was, easy. It was very. Now, okay. that's the thing. That's the thing, because I've said this before. Anything. I didn't think I would like anime, I didn't think I would get it. It kind of amuses me because they're so clearly trying to put in like gratuitous sex moments or like mm-hmm. cleavage shots and stuff. And it's like yeah, lots of bouncing cleavage. Yes, very lots of bouncing cleavage. Well, it's 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 funny. It's I find it funny because it's like they're having this heartfelt moment, but the camera is like on zoom factor five on her right. Boots. I know. No, apparently, I know. yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the the, the guy uh, tripped. Maybe it's meant for boys. I, well, I don't know because there's a lot of like love scenes in it. That, I don't know, like, but like. It was funny because I mentioned to my brother that we were watching an anime, and then he mentioned Full Metal Alchemist uh, as a good one. And he's like, yeah, but you got to get used to, like, the crazy, like, animation. He goes, you know, like, the crazy faces they make when they spaz out. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, that's what, you know, like how their faces change when they get, like, (laughs) excited or nervous or they just go crazy. Um, Like, yeah, we're kind of used to that. (laughs) So we'll talk about it next week. If you haven't tried anime, I'm not. I think I'm the last person who's tried it because this is like one of those things where I'm like trying to explain dairy products to people. Like I'm like the right. last guy on board. But if you haven't tried it, you definitely want to. Uh, you can get it over at um, Crunchyroll something. Crunchyroll dot com. It, it's mm-hmm. ooh, it's free for seven days, and you can get it with ads if you don't. So you can get it on. So Crunchyroll. use those seven days wisely those seven days and just wisely. watch Sword Art Online. It's got twenty five episodes are up there. And it, it's kind of amusing. There's a character who looks like Harry Potter. If that's like a mm-hmm. little bridge for you, nothing like Harry. Ooh, a little bit, kind okay. of a little bit. So, um, and then everyone will tell you it's great for 14 episodes. That sucks. It changes after 14 episodes, but I think it was still very good. Me too. I still liked it a lot. So we will talk about that next week, as Bob. Yeah, Bob out was to very I, sad. I signed something apparently when we hired. Dude, Bob, man, he should just request Thursdays off. He's gonna just tell. It's my podcast. He's gonna tell tonight. the big boss people. Hey, I, I can't work Thursday, man. I'm busy. It's podcasting Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. That's all I have to say. I don't know what his problem is. Yeah, you should well, start I, the show. I was actually thinking Bob is listening to this. Right, hi Bob. Bob is listening hi, Bob. to this right now. Wherever he is, Bob in the future, and he's like, they haven't started the show yet. Start the show, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Well, I don't remember how. I'm. The, I. I used to start this thing all the time, and I don't know how to do it anymore. And, and welcome, and welcome back. <laughs> come in, Bob. Come in. <laughs> he muted himself. <laughs> <laughs>
I am super excited about the thing I'm going to announce for Potterfic Weekly. I'm sorry, Point of View Weekly tonight. We don't even remember the name of the show. I am the face of the company. Sue, do the weather. Well, it's fracking hot here today. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? <laughs> Is it time for you to become a man? In reality, I'm kind of like Hermione. Brian Hulk? <laughs> me angry. <laughs> 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 Shoot, my water broke. Yes, it's hot. I'm not I'm not down with the lingo. Hot is good. Hot is good. It means we're live. It means there's sound flowing. We are live, hot, and flowing. <laughs> Do you really want to have a colonoscopy on the air, Ryan? I'm no, just throwing that out there. <laughs> Lizzie wrote multiple bobs, but I read that as multiple boobs. I'm very handy. Like, I don't know if you heard me explain football last week. with a phone to call someone to fix it. Yes. I have become absolutely fantastic at doing it with all sorts of tapes. Why are we talking about vaginas in the chat? You brought up fanny packs. It's my vagina pack. I carry everything. So, uh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Is it like Hermione's magical expanding bag? She can fit everything in. Can we please change the topic? I'm getting upset. I'll be right back. I gotta find some pants. I am severe. Allergic to latex. More don't ask how I know that, Puffle. I don't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear anything <laughs> that should, either. That should seriously be the Puffle motto. I don't hear anything. <laughs> hey, it's Dark Are you talking, Ryan? Bob! Bob! <laughs> this is awesome. I, <laughs> it's so funny. Ryan comes in like at random points and it sounds like he's just yelling at random things. I am things. yelling. I'm yelling <laughs> Bob! Yeah. And I realize that I have child locked myself into my car. I'm going to break the door down. Well, Bob sends me a thing. He's like, I think Danielle should be on the podcast more. She makes positive contributions. We just turned the cameras on. Number two, when she's here, you talk less. The bad thing about having your own laptop is you're not close enough to actually slap him anymore. Is that correct? Yes. Ow! Ow! I'm not speaking a foreign language. Actually, I'm wearing skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Sexy. Leo and Jen know each other very well. Jen broke his bones. But he is Lovely. And <laughs> every time I play a Sims game, my character just ends up doing porn. You believe that Texas should secede from the United States? No, I don't. So. Then we'd just be Mexico again. Why are you drawing a penis? Don't say what it is. I'm sending it to Sue. Okay. Where is Sue? penis. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture Jen in possession of a BB gun. I don't possess one, but I have shot someone with one. Maybe if you could just lean into your left. Hold on, switch to computer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't know we had a dress code, apparently. Just Not only do we have to be here on time, we have to wear clothes. <laughs> You're like odd sounds of me gagging in the background. <laughs> Stop That's drinking tea. I've never seen a cat do that. He is going to destroy the house. I'm going to have to move him with Bob because he's great lighting. I still have most of my evening to go. I'm like trying to keep my eyes open and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for a jog. Whatever. <laughs> so if you have any questions about relationship type products or whatnot. Products? <laughs> oh, wow. And she's showing you the proper way to use a vibrator. And she had like a ramp. It was horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat is now humping the coffee maker and I just find that unacceptable. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. They freaking built another Burger King across the freaking street. <laughs> <laughs> well, put a shirt on. You won't have to worry about this all time. Bob wears pants now. Screw this. I'm going home. Good night, everyone. <laughs> the podcast is <laughs> 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 <laughs>
see if I can do it. Hold on, wait a minute. actually doing I want to see if I can actually do it. And welcome back to Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not morning show, part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob. Crap. I'm Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Very nicely done. I'm Sue. I'm Daniel. Only Bob could do it better. because he has the sexy man voice. He does, voice. as opposed to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I just point out? BS voice. I have to yeah, point, I have to point, I have to point this out right now. Yeah, we're, my house is still in the midst of, of renovations and we're just, we're starting new rooms before we're finishing old ones. That's uh, a freaking mess. So we're going to be living in a broom closet before long. So right now we're broadcasting from our bedroom. So Danielle and I are on our bed right now. So Danielle and I are in bed together and she's talking about how I'm second to Bob in terms of sexiness. <laughs> That's what I'm taking away from this episode. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's what I'm taking away from this episode. Uh-huh. All right. That and the uh-huh. fact that I can't talk about anime. Aww. That, that, that just makes me sad, too. Now, what we wanted to get to in this episode is we had really good feedback to our nutrition episode that we did. In, in, we did. Danielle, Danielle got all fired up on that one. So when we found out that Jam wasn't going to be here tonight because she took on the Dallas Comic-Con and lost, and Bob wasn't going to be here tonight because he didn't get out of work. That's a silly thing called work. Thursday, Thursday. What is that thing? We're, we're like, all right, we have the Sue Ryan and Danielle show. What can we possibly talk about? And, of course, everyone's mind immediately went to canning. <laughs> well, well because- Sue has been canning and preserving things like crazy. Just yeah. don't talk, Ryan. I'm going to do what, what Ray said there. So I'm going to step back for a minute. We'll see how long this lasts. I'm going to step back for a minute, and we're going to have the Sue Danielle segment here. Put the timer on. Let's see how long <laughs> Sue, do you have one? You get eight freaking gigs of RAM. You can squeeze a timer in there. Go. Probably, if I knew how to work the thing. Exactly. All right. So you guys, an so, hour, a microphone. Go. Yes. Okay, what did you have questions about what we were canning? I should I just start with the tuna? I was just curious, like, how much food do you guys actually can and preserve like every year? Because you seem to do it a lot, which I think is awesome. Well, we freeze a ton of food. Well, I just have a question. That was like a minute. No, I'm just doing a framing thing here because I know nothing about canning. I don't even know where to get the cans. So here's my thing. Here's the thing. Sue, you're on a farm. Mm-hmm. Big farm. <laughs> it seems very big right now. It seems very big. I mean, well, aside from the fornicating outside the main house. I mean, you've got you, a lot of land. So, like, maybe With it's part mother. of, like, well, yeah. So, why don't you talk about just, in ter- like, as part of the conversation, I'm just curious, like, life on a farm, like, that's obviously clearly different from the life that, that well, we have. Well, it's a have. ton of work. It's a ton of work. But then there's also, you know, the benefits of it, you know, in terms of maybe not having to go to the grocery store as much. So I'm kind of curious, as you answer these questions, like, walk us through what that's like, because we don't live on farms. So I'm just kind of curious how that, your life differs from our life. Okay, well, first of all, we're not very good farmers in that we're both slugs and we don't like to get up early. Okay. So I start my morning about 7.20 because the chickens really want to be out. And we have to lock them up at night to keep them away from predators. So I go out in the morning and, well, first of all, I get up and I have to feed the cats because they are the most important. And if you don't feed them, they trip you. So you guys Um, understand that. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. So the dog will wait, but the cats, no, no. Uh, so we have, and then I go out and, and let the chickens out. I clean their water and that's it. I just have to basically let them out. And then I give them corn, which is their candy. And I give the alpacas water and Mm -hmm. then I can come in and have my, 
my breakfast. And, and, and again, mom and I are slugs. So, you know, that early to rise and get work done in the morning, nah. We do the computer and the crossword until 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, but then we have uh, the main garden, which right now I'm still getting green beans. The sad thing about the green beans is that there's a bunch of them at the very top that we cannot reach. But we've got so many green beans, we we don't know what to do with them. Tomatoes are just coming on. My peppers are just coming on. I have onions. I took a picture of it for you, Danielle. It was three and a half pounds. Wow. I think that's it. A three and a half pound onion that I picked. Oh, my God. I'm tearing up just thinking about it. No, because it's wallahs. They're they're not. Oh, so they're sweet? They're sweet. Yeah, you don't cry with these. Nice. Um. Of course, that we've got. We're just getting figs, which is really nice. Ooh, uh, the blackberries are just coming on. I do, and I have this wonderful recipe for stuffed figs that oh, we I love had figs. a couple of years ago. That uh, was really good. There was I a love, year we I had so many figs that I tried all these weird recipes with them because we just had so many, and you know, yeah. they rot if you wait too long. So. Right, or can you dry can you dry them? Yes, we have done yeah, that. Before. Yeah, yeah. And they're really good dried. Yeah. So basically whatever we're growing in the garden, we freeze. Like last night I picked I went out and picked and I came back with two baskets full of produce. Right. So we don't have to buy produce at the store. We did have to buy lettuce this week because our lettuce what we were growing finally went to seed, and the new mm-hmm. stuff isn't quite ready to go out into the garden yet. Right, right. But yeah. for the most part, during the summer months, we don't buy very much produce because we have fruit. You know, we get bananas. Um, right, yeah, because there, there are certain things you just never can grow around here. Right. Or, or, or in, in North America, period. I mean, you just mm-hmm. sometimes you just yeah. can't. Bananas. Uh, so, and the basil was getting ready to go to seed. So I picked, I topped all the basil and brought it in and put it in a bowl of water, which is really nice. If you don't know that about basil folks, if you just put the stems in some water, it'll sit on your counter for days. And I ended up mowing the field yesterday because the guy's coming tomorrow to put up a new fence so we can put the alpacas out there and they eat better when it's closer to the ground. So I mowed that field for them. And it was about seven thirty, eight o'clock when I came in and I was just dead. Yeah. And I had all this basil and I was like, oh, what do I got to do? So I made a double batch of pesto. Yum. We put our pesto in ice cube trays. Yep. And then just pop out three. Usually a three will do a meal for the two of us. Um, and I ended up, that's what I had for dinner last night. I just had pesto and crackers. It was wonderful. I love pesto. I love pesto. Pesto is so wonderful. Never pesto. been a fan. It's pesto. Never been a fan. Oh, I love pesto. pesto. No, That's just Actually, sad, Brian. I sad. have a recipe that I mm. want to try for... Um, She's very sad. I have a recipe for avocado pesto that I really want to try. You put avocados mm. in everything. I freaking love avocados. She puts the avocado on my coffee. It's I, I eat avocados <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I you used to put avocados many- in my scrambled eggs. You must have three avocados a day. No, I don't. I don't have three a day. I mean, I eat avocado every day in some mm-hmm. form or another because I make a lot of salad dressings with it because it's just so creamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I throw them in smoothies, um, but I love I love avocado. Uh, Mooney would like the, I'm going to guess, avocado pesto recipe. 
Oh, I can find it and post it in the chat. Hang on. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I'll do yeah, it I'll while I talk. It. No, it's okay. Yeah. I, can, I can multitask. I'm just right. saying it's a, it's a live thing. I can help. I don't know what <laughs> avocados. Um, avocados. Okay. See, avocados are one of those things that people, I'm not, I'm not going to be critical here, but okay. Let's say you're on something like Weight Watchers. You know, you've decided you want to lose weight. You're going to use Weight right. Watchers. So something like that would tell you, you really can't eat avocado because it has too many points because it's right. very fattening. That's true. It, it is, it lie. is a fattening fruit, but it's such a healthy fat and it's so jam packed with nutrients and amino acids that it's like everyone should be eating avocado. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, you should, everyone should eat them. Yeah, our anyway, favorite. Anyway, that's my two cents. <laughs> One of the the breakfasts or lunches that we do quite a bit during this season is go out and pick tomatoes and toast smashed up avocado on the toast and tomatoes, and it's mm, just that's that just yummy. Good. That sounds good. Yeah. So we freeze a lot. We freeze corn. We freeze beans. Uh, I have three different types of beans that I I froze so far this year. We freeze berries. Mm-hmm. Um, I froze Which freeze I, well, so that's good. Yeah, I shredded. This was new. Oh, I have to clean the top of the freezer. I forgot about this. I shredded um, oh, zucchini. Too. Oh yeah, and, and uh, squished out all the water and put it in a measuring cup, and then just plopped the measuring cup over on a piece of parchment paper on a cookie yeah. sheet and froze it so that you know you had one cup hunks. Yeah. And uh, no rice if I don't clam. I don't like clams. I, I'm bad with those. Uh, so I did that, but they, they stuck to the roof of the fridge. I said oh, roof no. just for Ryan. I did. I, awesome. I, I did catch that as well. Okay. Reindeer on the roof. There's reindeer on the roof. There's reindeer on the roof. Uh, roof, roof. Uh, and I'm going to be doing Anaheim peppers soon. I need to do that. Are those that spi- mildly spicy? Mildly spicy. Yeah. 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 And if you I- like eggs, mm-hmm. you take a, what is it, nine by nine pan, glass pan, mm-hmm. baking dish, and you put the chilies, you layer the chilies. This mm-hmm. is, you talk about fattening, but you know. So it's a layer <laughs> of, it's a layer of chilies. Yeah. A mixture of jack cheese and cheddar cheese. A layer of chilies, jack cheese, cheddar cheese, chill until you get down. And then you put four eggs on top of it with a little cumin. Mm-hmm. I think it's cumin. Might be nutmeg. I have to think about it. I think it I think Probably it's cumin. cumin. Yeah, cumin yeah. would sound good with that. In it and bake it. Oh, it's so good. I bet. So mm. we'll be uh I'll be uh roasting Roasting and skinning. I like roasting peppers. That's really fun to do. It is fun. It's fun once they're steamed to, like, rub all the skin off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you just did, you know, you accomplished something. <laughs> hmm And with us, because we have the chickens and because we have the compost, nothing goes to waste. So Which the seeds great. go to the chickens. Any mm-hmm. of the seeds from the peppers go to the chickens. Uh, the figs, if they're too ripe, go to the chickens. The zucchini, if we miss it and it's, you know, 400 pounds, which we've done <laughs> times this year, go to the chickens, the cucumbers, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The one thing that we we don't do is a lot of meats. We, we used to do soup, vegetable soup with a little bit of beef in it. Yep. That was great. And we would can that. And then all during the winter, if we just wanted soup, we'd just warm that up. And it oh, was that's kind of nice. Yeah. It was yeah. wonderful. But the tuna, I will say this. If you've ever had fresh canned tuna, you won't want to go back to store-bought tuna. 
there is just a world of difference there. Um, and it's, it's not difficult to do, but it's time consuming and it's boring because (laughs) you have to, you have to get the tuna. Now, lucky for me, the guy that I get my tuna from fillets it for me. So I just have to cut it into small enough pieces to fit in the little half pint jars. Okay. Yeah. And I cut it up and I pack it in the jars. I do the raw pack so I don't have to cook it first. You put in, I think it's a half a teaspoon of salt and you put the jar lids on it and the rings on it and then you pressure cook it. Right. And that's okay. the hard part because you have to have the pressure has to be at 10 pounds pressure before you start the time. And if it drops below the 10 pounds, then supposedly it can kill you. I don't know. Um, but you have to keep it at 10 pounds. We should pressure. look into that. Yeah. <laughs> so well, we should look. I, 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 mine dropped a bit this year and, and we've already had some tuna and, and I haven't died yet. So I'm thinking I'm okay. Um, it's an hour and 40 minutes. So you have to sit there and babysit that thing. Yeah. Cause you have to make sure that the pressure stays. Right. Wow. And I was going to say no, no to the editor. It's time consuming and it's boring. It would be great for the intro for next season. When <laughs> but if you do it wrong, it could kill you. Yeah. <laughs> but if you do it wrong, it could kill you. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's fun. I did three batches because I can. You can only do about seven at a time in the pressure cooker. So right. I think we made fourteen half pints, and you know, it cost me twenty five eight thirty two dollars for that. Yeah, just because now you have tuna for a long time. Mm-hmm. I remember. I just remember, like, I, I had this conversation with Jen once, and I can't remember when it was. It may have been. I think it may have been like when she came to visit me in New York and we were just talking, mm-hmm. but basically about how we feel that, you know, really starting with our generation or even probably before is that we just don't have the same skills. Um, mm-hmm. we like, we don't grow up learning how to preserve our own food and canning food. Like my, my mother used to make jam. She used to make all of our yogurt at home. Like she, she canned stuff a lot. Right. So it's not that it's not that she didn't do it, um, but for some reason I just never learned, and maybe that was partly my fault too. Like I never really asked how to do it, but now it's like I wish I knew how, and like I want to learn. Because just as much <laughs> just because to do like yeah, I, my thing is like I'd rather control what goes in my food mm-hmm. and know that it's good quality food than have to buy it, and you know I'd rather can it in like glass than right. The, the, cans, tins, the, you know, the, the cans have that horrible stuff in it. I can't remember yeah, what it's called. The BPA. Now, but, it has BPA yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. And so it's, And there's there's a small amount of companies that make BPA free cans. Um mm-hmm. like e- Eden Organics yeah. is one of them. They have good like canned beans and stuff. Yeah, and lately I started buying I started buying um oh I can't get the name of it now, but I started buying like my crushed tomatoes in the carton. It's not uh-huh. a can. I can't remember the name of it. Pomi, maybe? Pomi, P-O-M-I. That might be the brand. And they're really good, and there's no BPA. So it's like I limit how much canned food I buy for that reason. I would just love to be able to, like, you know, make my own. Like, what I'll do, I'll do, like, easy stuff. Like, I'll pickle my own beets because it's not really, like, canning because you're just going to throw it in the fridge. You don't have to, mm-hmm. like, um, you don't have to, like, cook it, like, in the right. in the jar. Um, so I'll do, like, pickled vegetables and stuff like that, but... I've never like made my own like tomato sauce and canned it. Well, that's right. Funny. Do you think that like this generation, like our generation, because it's interesting that you say that because there, there's no reason I see why this generation would be the one to stop because it's not like we just discovered you know like a refrigerator. We just discovered I know, something but that I, changes the I way feel, we store food. I feel like unfortunately 
a lot of it is, is like people are going just, they just go the way of convenience. They want mm-hmm. something that's already done for them. They mm-hmm. don't want to take the time to do it at home. They don't want to learn how to do it. I mean, it's the yeah, same with like sewing, like same with sewing. Like my mother made so many of my clothes and my brother's clothes growing up. I mean, I don't know how to sew. Like, <laughs> right. I, you know what I mean? I can, I can maybe like figure it out, but like, you know, I don't, I didn't really learn it the same way she learned it. And, but I think like, you know, when it comes to food, I think it's definitely more of a convenience thing. I think for the most part, people just want instant gratification with their food. They don't want to take the time to slow cook or can things at home anymore. I mean, if you just look at the trend of like what sells, I mean, it's more and more convenience products, like frozen foods mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh, I think part of it, too, Which is... Um, so bad for you. I know. And part, it's just, there's, part of it, too, shame. you would think, would be that you'll do it yourself if what you can make yourself is better than what you can get somewhere else. Now, in the example of, like, your baby clothes, I'm sure your mother could have gone out, gone out and bought something that would be just as durable as what she made. I'm wondering if it was more because she wanted to do it for you or because to save money or something of that nature. Well, I think part of it was saving money. Right. But when you look Mm -hmm. at food, I mean, I'll take the other approach. I think that when you have, like, this is the first year we've really had our, I think we have the biggest garden that we've had. Which is one earth box, but it's pretty plentiful. (laughs) This year, you know, you'll say whatever you make in the garden tastes better than anything you could buy at the store. I would say that in this generation, we're getting better quality. Well, it goes, I think, both ways. You could argue either way. You could argue that we're getting better quality foods or you have better quality options for people who don't cook. They don't have to go to McDonald's anymore. They can go to Panera. But at the same time, if you go out and buy produce, what's, because everything now is GMO. What's in the, what's in the food that we're eating? If the entire food supply, other than what Sue is growing in her garden, if the entire food supply supply is being contaminated, it doesn't matter where you're Well, and the thing is too, that's scary is that people, the other, the other part that no one talks about beyond just the GMOs and the pesticides and all that is basically our food nowadays is not as nutritious as it used to be because it's grown too far away. By the time you get it, it's, it's already started to lose the nutrients that are in it. So the food, the produce that people were eating 50 years ago had more nutrients in it. Mm-hmm. So, and they're breeding a bunch of it out. Yes, exactly. And it's like, so which is why what, what you do, Sue, is awesome because you guys are growing your own food. You're picking it and you're eating it like right away. Mm-hmm. Or you're preserving it at the height of its freshness, which right. you're not you're not really losing any nutrients. Um, I mean, it's... It's hard. Like in the summertime, I try to hit the farmer's market as often as I can and get the local produce because I know it's mm-hmm. going to be better for me and it does taste better. But it's also hard because I have a schedule where I tend to work a lot on the weekend and that's when the farmer's markets are. So, right. you know, like we did one earth box this summer and my broccoli is starting to come up really nicely and I have peppers and I have a Brussels sprout plant growing. And I mean, I'll probably like do at least two or three earth boxes next year just so I can get more variety and have mm-hmm. my own little garden that's actually really easy to maintain. Cause the cool thing with the earth boxes is you don't have to like weed them. You don't like they have like right. these covers on them. So there's no weeds and you feed them all as you plant it. So like they feed, they continuously feed themselves like as they grow, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. We I don't do know. some, you know, this year we've done a lot more. They, there's two things. There's the, the CSAs, like what Jen does. And I know that mm. what Jen does is not called a CSA, but it's right, kind but of it's the same thing. So, it's just on the same idea, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
which is really nice. And I got a call from her a couple of weeks ago. I love it when, you know, my screen pops up and it's like, Sue, call me. I'm like, ooh, I get again. Yay. Uh, but she had gotten all this fruit. And she's like, yes. I need to process it for making jelly and stuff. And I don't know what to do. Right. And so that was really, it was fun to be able to help her with that and to know that she's going to have all of this stuff. And also fun that her aunt was going to actually do the canning with her so that she wasn't doing it cold. But yeah. I will say, before I moved here to Oregon, which was probably close to 20, 25 years ago, I had never canned anything. Okay. Um, and I moved to Oregon and... I think we went up to the Mount Hood and there was an apple festival and we came home with apples mm. and we're like, okay, what are we going to do with these? And we was, oh, let's make applesauce and let's make apple butter. And so we started canning. Now mom had canned before, mm-hmm. but you know, I was doing a lot of it on my own and it's relatively easy if you follow directions at all. Well, yeah. So, and we, that first year we canned applesauce and apple butter and, actually made my own Italian soda syrups. Oh, nice. Which was really fun because you get to, like, put yeast in the vegetable, in the fruit puree, and it, like, bubbles up and makes this scary thing, and then you let it settle down, and then you make, you know, add sugar and stuff like that. But it was really fun. I, I don't have time for that kind of stuff anymore. Yeah. The, the other thing about canning is that it's time-consuming. Mm-hmm. Freezing is so much faster. Oh, yeah, and I definitely think there are times when freezing is the way to go. Because, like, like, with you, with the berries, if I had a ton of fresh berries, I would definitely freeze them because mm-hmm. they're great then for baking, but also throw a handful in your smoothie. Like, you're always going to use them. Right, um, and we, we have blueberries every all winter. We won't this year because the blueberries were so poor. Oh, but, really? Um, we usually have bags and bags of frozen blueberries, and we just have them in our oatmeal all winter long. yeah. And it's wonderful. And so we you, have none frozen this year. You guys must have, you have like a big freezer? Yeah, we have the yeah. regular freezer. And that we actually have two refrigerators and then a full freezer. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, because we have our eggs, which would have to keep cold. And mm-hmm. they stay out in a refrigerator outside in the, in the fruit room. And then we have one of the stand-up freezers. To freeze a bunch of stuff. And we'll do, we will do that because the summer is so busy that we will, um, like I have this wonderful juicer that I told Jen about. She was very jealous. She would, she would love to have this. And basically it's three tiers and the bottom tier is water. Mm-hmm. And then above that is like a sieve and above that, well, that's not true. The middle part is a collector and the top one's a sieve. And you put the berries or whatever in the top. And you put yeah. the lid on it and you boil it and it steams the juice out and then it has a little hose that comes out and you you oh, wow. run, and you just have pure juice at that point. Nice. And so we'll do that a lot of times and just freeze the juice to make jelly in the winter when we have more time. Yeah. Because that's the other thing about it is that it's just really time consuming. Um, but there are different tricks that moms, you know, like we do the soup that we can there's a casserole that's basically um just garden vegetables and you slice it up so there's carrots and zucchini and i don't think it has broccoli it has green beans in it and Mm -hmm. i know it has barley in it and you end up making three dishes of it and you cook you cook two of them 
for say 45 minutes and then you take them out and you let them cool and you put them in the freezer. Freezer. And the yep. last one you cook for yourself for dinner that night. And then you have these two meals that you just have to thaw out and cook another 30 minutes. And you have this wonderful garden fresh. Right. It's so nice. Well, that's the good thing is that you guys work really hard. And so let's say, you know, you spend a whole weekend or whatever canning and making things, but that means at a later date, you get to enjoy having mm-hmm. done all the work ahead of time. Right. So you have all this food ready to go, you know. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about tomato sauce earlier, and we make spaghetti sauce. We make our own spaghetti yep. sauce a lot of times. And what we found is the best way to do that is just um, put it in muffin tins and oh, freeze, really? it, freeze it in the muffin tins and then pop it out like you do with the ice cube trays. Uh, if you have the silicone, the soft muffin tins, that works yeah. a little easier. And then you that's just, a good idea. That's about yeah. a single serving. That's a good idea. And then you just pop those out, put them in the pan. And then they, and and then they defrost fast, too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, and then you don't have to worry about the canning you know, portion of that's it. That's true. And that's some things true. are harder to can, like tomatoes. and Is it tomatoes? I know beans. Beans can be deadly if you don't do them right. Yeah, so there's we, some foods that, like, with the botulism or whatever that you mm-hmm. can, yeah. <laughs> you can kill yourself really easy if you don't know what you're doing. Um, I would recommend for anybody that is wanting to learn to can or is wanting to can that you go out and you get a ball. It's B-A-L-L book. And it, it gives you step-by-step instructions. It gives you recipes for all different things that you can can. It tells you what can be just water bath canned or what needs to be pressure cooker canned. And that way you have all the information you need. And that's what I have. And I use it every time I can. So Yeah, because, like, what's the thing when you're making jam or whatever? It's like you need to hear or, like, something with that top part has to, like... It's got a ping. Yeah. Yeah. And there is no funner sound (laughs) to somebody that's canning than to hear the little lids go ping, ping, ping. Because that means the air is out, Mm -hmm. right? And then it's safe. Yeah, it's preserved. See, I think it would be fun to take, like, a canning class and learn how to make all that kind of stuff. Yeah, She's it's, eating the tuna below 10 pounds, and she could have botulism. Uh, I'm getting kind of nervous here. <laughs> but maybe you're right in that a lot of... I can see why, like, freezing is... Well, not only is it easier, but you don't really have to worry about, that, you know, the bacteria. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Mom was doing something for a while because she was really into whey. Mm-hmm. And she was canning things with just whey. And I was scared to death of that. Because yeah. it wasn't sealed right. It didn't, you know, we'd go out there and it, oh, I won't even tell you what it was like. So that kind of stuff scares me. Um, <laughs> we messed up the sauerkraut this year. She oh, made no. sauerkraut and she forgot to take one little part off and it just rotted. And, oh, it was awful. I walked in and I was just like, oh. She's like, I think there's a little bit that's still good. I'm like, I am not eating that. You can't pay me to eat that stuff. Don't risk it. <laughs> so, um, but that, that's fun to make too. I really like making things like sauerkraut um, and, you know, just little things like that. And there, there's things that you really like doing. So, you know, you, you kind of figure it, you play with it until you find the ones you really like. And then you just kind right. of do and you that kind every of stick time. with what you know. Exactly. But What's you do say? have to have space and, and room. Go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just about to say, you know, we're penciling in a, a visit to Sue sometime in 2014. And I have this weird feeling we're going to have canning day. Yes. <laughs> 
Well, when we'll Scott's to- family was here, we made salves together. So we, we'll do a canning day. We'll, we'll have to pick day. a time of year when it's going to be bountiful. Put the ones that I do in their own special corner. That can be the botulism. Oh, pile. great. <laughs> no, Ryan, you're going to mow the field on the tractor. Oh, Ooh. I've heard about this tractor. Give him a straw hat. This tractor I, crashes I, into fences. Do you listen to the intro of the podcast? Yeah. We had to crash it. I, I mowed all day, all afternoon yesterday, and I didn't crash it once. And there's a dead something, there's a dead rat in the field that you threw, uh, I remember that one? Oh, yeah, I yes. threw another dead rat in the field this morning. It was headless. <laughs> headless rat. So, I have a question, though, about the broccoli. Okay. How do I know when it's ready to pick? When the head is firm. Okay, and this okay. is really important. So, when you're looking at the broccoli... Mm-hmm. This is, it's going to be really hard for, to do, but this, this is what works. So you're going to look at the broccoli head and okay. it's going to be, it's going to be fairly tight. Um, it could just be starting to loosen up a little bit, but if it loosens up too much, then it's going to flower and then you don't want it. But right. When, now your impulse is going to be to cut it right below that head. Don't okay. do that. Go down six inches, go down okay. pretty far and yep. cut it. And if you do that, then it will continue to send up babies. Really? And, and you'll just get more and more and more. Yeah, like, you so, know, so when you buy it in the, like, when I buy it in the grocery store, it's got long stalks. So you right. cut it way down. You cut it way down. Okay. And then it will send up babies and then, you know, it won't be, like, when you buy it in the grocery store, you get a head. Right. And then the next cuttings, the next batches will be smaller ones and smaller ones. So you might just use them in salads rather than cooking them or whatever. But as long as you, but then you have to keep an eye on it because like you'll have more every two or three days that you'll need to be cutting. I know. I'm excited. It's crazy. It's like, oh, we got to go get more broccoli. I'm excited because, well, I actually got lucky because I planted it a little bit late and Apparently, you're supposed to plant broccoli early because it's a cold. Mm-hmm. It's more of a cold weather right. vegetable. But I didn't plant my earth box until June. I don't remember when, but it was in June. And I did three broccoli plants, a Brussels sprout, and two peppers. And they grew. They, I mean, they grow really quickly in the earth box because mm-hmm. you it, you put in like the garden lime and the fertilizer all together. So they start growing like really pretty yeah, quickly. Um, and. So my broccoli was getting huge, but like no heads of broccoli yet. And my mother gardens quite a bit. And she's like, well, she's like, don't be surprised if you don't get any until the weather cools a bit. She's like, just because it is, it had been really hot. But now for like the past few weeks, we've actually been in like a nice stretch of much cooler weather where like I get in my car in the morning and it's like 50 degrees out, which for August is really oh, yeah, cool. That's cold. Yeah. So like. I think it's been great for the broccoli because now it's like, I remember last week I looked out and I'm like, oh, look, there's like a tiny little florette. Now it's like a full grown head. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking it's probably going to be ready soon. Yeah, it's probably um, pretty close. Yeah. Okay. So as long as it's firm, mm-hmm. it's probably ready. Yeah. I don't want it to flower, obviously. No. <laughs> no. And I mean, it won't do it real fast, but... You can once once you start doing it, you'll get kind of the hang of it, and and it'll be it'll be really 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 tight, and then it'll loosen up just a little bit, and that's the that's okay. the point that you want to take it. Okay. But if you take it a little early, it's not going to hurt anything. It's just that they'll be a little tighter. Yeah. Okay. So. Cool. 
So the one thing I wanted to say about canning is the other kind of downfall for people for canning is that you have to have space. Now, a lot of people have pantries and they keep cans and stuff in the pantries. So that would work right. with the already made stuff. But you also have to have a place to keep the empty jars and the canning lids and the canning rings. Right. And you'll need a water bath canner or a pressure cooker. So there, there is a space issue there as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I remember my mom had, like, that big, huge pressure pot thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of scary. It's intimidating to use the first couple of times. Yeah. Because you just don't well, know. I think, you know, maybe now they probably make more, like, high-tech ones. I don't know. I haven't mm. really. I've never bought a pressure cooker. I don't have one. But I see them used a lot. Like, I watch a lot of cooking shows, and everyone's like, oh, I only have 20 minutes to braise short ribs. I'm going to get the pressure cooker out. And I'm like, well... Where you could can what stuff. What accent was that supposed to be? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't supposed to be one. Jackass. Uh, see how she talks to me at home? This is how she talks to me in bed. Oh. Uh, exactly. So, but, it, you know, it is nice to be able... It's a mixed blessing. Because mm. it really is a lot of work. And even just harvesting can be yeah. so much work. And things like zucchini, mm-hmm. it's mean. It bites. It's got little oh, really? hairy spines on it. Oh, yeah, it. that's right. Yeah, that's right. And I'm always out there, you know, with welts on because I'm allergic to everything out there. And <sighs> so it's just like, ah. But it's also just wonderful. It's so neat to go, okay, what would I like for dinner tonight? Oh, I know. Let's do zucchini and onions and tomatoes over spaghetti. Okay. And you just yeah. go out to the garden and you pick, oh, and we'll take a little basil with that and maybe some oregano mm-hmm. and toss it all mm-hmm. together. And you have this wonderful meal and it's so fresh. It's so good for you. Mm-hmm. So that's what's the best part, you know? So the tree that I cut up today? Yep. A bay tree. I have... Oh, like bay leaves? A hundred pounds of bay leaves right now. Anybody need oh, fresh bay oh leaves? Oh my gosh. You can mail me some. <laughs> I'd probably have to dry them first. And and here's another helpful hint for anybody that's having trouble. Bay leaves in the pantry will help repel those little stupid pantry moths. You know, those really powdery dudes. Yep. Yeah. So that's. We, um, I've never had those in my house, but, um, last year we got some where I work. (laughs) Oh, they're awful. Yeah. They're awful. I have a I have a really funny story about them, and it, it probably doesn't show me in a very good light. But when I worked at one of the schools, the woman was panting at, outside the house right before the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the one of the schools I worked at, we used to have a parents' night out, so the parents would drop off the kids, and we'd babysit, and the parents would go out on a date, and we always fed the kids. So, and you know, we didn't have a very big budget, so usually they got top ramen because you know, yeah, that, that worked. Well, those moths had gotten into the top ramen. No. And we didn't catch it. You know, we caught one and we're like, oh, okay, this is contaminated. And we threw it away and we checked all the rest of them. But apparently we missed one. And this one little girl, and she was from a a fairly hippie kind of a family. And she's eating and up comes this little worm. (gasps) 
And she, she very, she didn't say a word. And you know, there were 30 kids eating. And if one of them, anybody else had seen this, they would have freaked out and we wouldn't have had anybody eating. And so, and I saw her from across the room and she like looked at it and she picked it up and she put it on the table next to her. And I was just like, Oh, nobody can see this. Nobody can see this. So I went and I leaned down next to her and I put my hand over the worm and I was like, so how's it going? And she's like, it's really good. I'm like, cool. And I slid the worm off the table. And took it <laughs> Oh, no. It was the only one we found. But it was so funny because I was just like, oh, no, if the other kids see this. You know, and she was totally matter of fact about it. I'm sure they found worms and, you know, they ate worms in their food all the time because they were just that kind of natural kind of people that, you know, would pick an apple off the tree that would have worms in it and just go, yeah, whatever. Yeah, eat it. Yeah. So it was pretty funny. But, yeah. And, yes, Scott, that's a lot of bay leaves. I was going to say, you have an entire tree with bay leaves. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, third, it must, it's as tall as the two-story house. It must smell really nice, though. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, hold on a second. I'm in that two-story house. I'm looking outside. Hold on. <laughs> he really is looking outside. <laughs> Holy crap. That's the bay leaf tree? Oh, my yes. gosh. It's huge. So. Oh, Ryan, no. do you know what bay leaves are? They're the things that you tell me to take out at night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, make sure you don't, don't eat, eat that bay leaf. Yeah. Don't eat those. You put, yeah. the, you put it in. Hold on. This is how good I am. You put it inside the, the pot uh-huh. with the ingredients. <laughs> you love how you're being so vague. And it pulls out. You the, put it in the pot with stuff. <laughs> and it pulls out the flavors. No, it, from it, it adds flavors. Adds, no, the pot. Yeah, the flavors are pulled out immediately. <laughs> yeah, sure. Dead no, the, I was going to say the pot pulls out the flavors. So that's not uh. Because it's not an organism. But, you know, it, it pulls the flavor from the bay leaf and then you remove the bay leaf as not to eat it. Yes. Look at me. Mm-hmm. You, who's wicked smart? I'm wicked smart. You's wicked smart. Yeah, we're gonna have you cooking. When you come out here, we're gonna teach you to cook. That works for right. me. Yeah. We're gonna put you to work. That works for me. We'll get you. I always, offer, I always get offer to cook, but the downside is you have to eat what I make. That's all right. If we don't like it, we'll just feed it to the chickens. There we go. Chickens will reject. And the chickens won't eat it. <laughs> well, the dog won't. She's uh, pathetic. I've never had a. Wait dog. a minute. This is the dog that will like eat the dead rat. No, eat the food. she she doesn't eat the dead rat. I said cat earlier. I meant rat. It, cat, dog. Rat, I meant, I meant dog. dog. You it's meant dog. cat. I'm very confused. No, we had um, potatoes. Oh, I got to dig potatoes tomorrow. Uh, we had potatoes. <laughs> it's a very full day. <laughs> you don't you don't even know. We had potatoes and eggs yesterday, and we gave her the scraps of potatoes and eggs. Well, we save her a little bit. Doggone if she spit the potato out. Really? She won't eat it. It's a vegetable. Right. Ray has wow. asked if I have cooked any eggs lately. Several months ago, I fried an egg. Danielle was like, where did you learn how to do that? I'm like, were you not on the podcast? <laughs> well, I was just impressed that you did it on your own. I was hungry. <laughs> like, I was hungry. We're going to eat. We're going to eat. Got to uh, eat. So we need to, you know, come up with something new for you to cook. I know. Pancakes. And that's just it. It's like, you know. You may not have a kitchen for You have to know how to sustain yourself. You know, you need to. Mm-hmm. With good food. Not with, like. Why are you look at me box. when you say that? No, I'm just saying in general. <laughs> you, look, you know. You looked at me when you said that. You have to not be picky. I went pet sitting a couple of weeks ago, and I worked out in the garden until, like, the minute I had to leave, and I, I grabbed my stuff, and I left. And usually she has food for me, and it's not a big deal. Well, she had no food. And I'm like, ah, there's nothing to eat, and I'm so hungry. 
So I found a can of kidney beans and I sat and ate my can of kidney beans out of the can. Aww, out of the can, like cold. <laughs> cold out of the can. Uh, <laughs> That's what I had for dinner. Oh. It was good. Well, kidney beans are one of those things that if you don't cook them right, uh-huh. they will kill you. This, yeah. Okay, the, 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 the moral There's of this like story... There's like some toxin in them or something. Is You could die at any time if you eat something out of a can. No, That's but I, uh, it's just some things. Like, would I would I can my own kidney beans? Probably not. No. Because I, I wouldn't want to mess with it. You want to say it, don't you? What? I grind my own beans. Well, that's coffee. Well, that's, yeah, that's sure. a fun line. Yeah, sure. It's got beans in it. All right. We do. I'm the, we keep them. We keep them um, just in bean dried bean form, and then we just yeah. soak them and cook them, and we don't ever can them, and, and they're yeah. good that way. Yeah. So go ahead, Ryan. We we've talked for an say, hour about gardening. No, you this can is have good. Time. But, no, no, this is good because I know little about gardening. I'm going to go and grab a bottle of water. Because I can't drink water after midnight, so I'm getting it all in. He's now. like a gremlin. I am. See? I've never had that happen. I've never had them say don't drink after midnight. Yeah. Well, they're going to put you out, aren't they? They are putting. Yeah, but me usually out. they still let you have water. Yeah. Well, actually, no, not they always. Don't, they don't let you usually have water after midnight. No. That's true. Actually, now that you say it, that's true. Those of you listening to this in the I live chat. I think you're chat. thinking of when you fast for blood work, you can have water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, no, for surgery, you can't. For those listening in the live chat, if you listen tomorrow morning around 10 a.m. Eastern time, you will hear the yow heard around the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're going to be unconscious. You won't You'll even be know. all right. You'll I'll be, be I'll be unconscious. Thank God I have my mother there, that bastion of support and help. <laughs> yeah, she, she's, the, she's the embodiment of calm. She is. The only thing that could be worse is is, is, uh, is if Jen's mother drove me. Now, you want me to double check? I think it might be cancer. It's actually has nothing to do with cancer. I can check. It looks like cancer. Thank you. I'm not sure why okay, I gave her a I, accent I, there. Never mind, I'm not going to even go there. Oh, oh just. <laughs> Can I just say this? Now, I'm ha- you know, for those of you living in the, in the darkness, I am having a kidney stone removed in the morning. I'm going to let you just... If you, Finally. Woo-hoo, I just I want, for those of you who don't know about that particular surgery, I just want you to guess where they're going in to get it. You're probably right, all right? Now... Now, I have an iPhone, mm-hmm. and for those of you who use uh, the Facebook chat feature, which I use all the time, um, I have it set so I get uh, Facebook messages on my notification screen, my lock screen. And if the message is too long, you only get the, you know, dot, 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 and, like, the last few words of the message. Mm-hmm. I have a screen grab of this. I had four different people send me messages. One of them was Sue, and all I saw was Sue, dot, 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 from your penis. <laughs> And it's, I'm like, that is the only uh, time I'm ever going to... Ryan, you completely yeah. cut out. I got Sue, silence, I got dot, Sue, dot, dot, No, I got Sue, dot, 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 and the, your message ended in, from your penis. Oh! And I'm like, I'm never going to get one of these from Sue again. I should grab this. And I did a yeah. screen grab of it. Uh-huh. And why did I write about your penis? You were trying to explain it's like delivering a baby from dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Which I don't know why you thought I would find that helpful, but apparently you did. So that was the message I got. Huh. I don't All I know this. is I just, we can't, you know, this thing's got to come out. It's got to come out. It's had three ER trips. I did. I was in the ER last week. I yeah. know. Which thanks everyone for your oh, thank you. for thinking of us because it, it was nice. <laughs> I lo- we were in there, like, we we thankfully didn't have to wait. We we went in, at, like, around 10.30 at night, um, 
you know, he checked in at the front desk. They called him in within five minutes into triage, and then he got right in to well, the that's ER. Good. Yeah, it was really great. There was no wait. So um, drugs and. But still, you know, even though even though you're not sitting in the waiting room, it just still takes so much time for them oh. to run their tests and you know get, they want to give him fluids and all this. So it, we were still there for about four hours. You were there um, a long time because yeah. I, I remember when you uh, you messaged me and said they're sending us home, and I was like, wow. Yes. And I'm sure you'd been there for quite some time before yeah, you. Yeah, it was us. it was like after two in the morning. Well, I got our to sleep because I was yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got um, to sleep a little earlier than she did because she sent me a message that said, Ryan's sleeping. <laughs> I was like, yep. well, no, and that was good because, um, I was so tired. it was so good because he needed to sleep. And after they gave him the pain medication, he, just, he out. Mm-hmm. Um, the nurse poked his head and he was a really nice nurse. And he just looked at me and he like gave me a thumbs up. I'm like, yep, we're good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a great hospital. Well, don't get me wrong. Like, we've been there now many times, for mm-hmm. not just for Ryan. I, I've had to go when I burned yeah. my finger. Uh, I, I actually had to take my mom there once. Um, so it's a good hospital, and I, we're always happy with the care, but it's just, you know. I don't really want to make any more hospital. ER trips for this friggin' thing. Like, right. just take it out, oh, you know? Exactly. Yeah, um, it's time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, I get neurotic with all things of health. I'm the biggest, I always like to, you know, diagnose myself on WebMD and, and similar sites. So I, I, this all happens on Saturday night and they tell me follow up with your neurologist on Monday. Some of your numbers were elevated. Now it's very common for your numbers to be elevated if you have a kidney stone. That's mm-hmm. not a big deal. So I call the urologist on Monday and I leave a message and I expect, she's, a, she's my age. I expect her to call me back and we'll talk for a couple of minutes and that'll be that. I get a message from her secretary. Come in at one o'clock today. I'm like, well, I'm at work. You know, is this an emergency? Well, you can come in at one thirty if you have to, but you need to come in today. And I'm like, well, can you check with her and see if if this is like a life or death emergency here? Because I'm at work. She comes back. No, she says you can come in at three thirty tomorrow if, if if you have to. I'm like, no, I'll come in at one today. I just wanted to know if I was dying. Yeah. So I go in at one. Left work early, rushed down there. I'm like, what is it? She's like, oh, I figured you'd like to see a picture of your kidney stone. <laughs> well, and to be fair, she kind of felt bad about... Because we went to the ER on a Saturday night into Sunday morning, and mm-hmm. Ryan had actually called. Her office was on call, like so he got he spoke to her on uh, Saturday night and, and like, you know, kind of told her what was going, going on, on and... She wasn't particularly helpful. <laughs> well, she told me to go in, but she never told me try taking a Motrin first. Right, like he, <laughs> which would have brought because like he was just taking Vicodin for pain. But the problem was, it wasn't even really well. It right. was pain, but it was like a, it's a different. It was kind of it was pain. more well, than just yeah. pain. What she like, said, like, yeah, what she said later on was, you know, you could have been plateauing and the medicine wouldn't have helped. But I'm like, it would have been nice to try. Like he yeah. could have taken a Motrin at home and maybe would have felt better in like better. half hour yeah in which case if you start feeling better in a half an hour maybe you take another motrin and you feel fine like mm-hmm. you know what i mean so um but whatever you know well, and you know and hospitals and doctors they they're weird that way i have a friend whose husband had to go in for back surgery i believe it was back surgery and he'd had the same surgery like 20 years ago he had bone spurs in his back so he, he knew what it was Ooh, like yeah and the only medicine that helped him was, I don't even know, say Motrin. I'm sure that's not what it was, but that was it. So he came out of surgery and he said to them, I had this surgery before. The only thing that touched it was this. And they said, well, that's like the fifth down the line. We need to give you these other four 
first. So he was in pain for three hours while they tried all the other medicines that did not work until they finally got to the bottom of the list, which was the Motrin, which they finally gave him, which did work. Yeah, it's like, why wouldn't you just listen to the patient? Listen to this man who knows what's going to help him and give it to him first. If it doesn't work, then give him one of the stronger ones. Right. But, you know, and... And then they finally were like, okay, you're right. This, none of these are going to work. But you have so many in your system, we can't give you the one that's going to work for oh another hour. God, that's ridiculous. And it was just like, and his wife was like ready to kill him. That's ridiculous. So. Well, that's the thing, yeah. too, is that, like, um, when he first went in for the very first time, when we went in for the kidney stone, and it was kind of funny because, it, well, not funny, but the doctor was sure like, was kind of the doctor was like, well, I'm, you know, obviously going to give you pain meds to go home. She's like, maybe Percocet, Vicodin, Percocet, Vicodin. I'm going to give you Percocet. Like, she was kind of like going back and forth between the two. Mm-hmm. Never take the Percocet. The Percocet, he doesn't tolerate it. I thought it was the oxycodone. Right. Which is, ox- no, oxy Percocet, is generic yeah, for, Percocet, for yeah. Percocet. Um, made him sick. Oh, I mean, Couldn't take it. Very ill. So. Right. It's like, ah, oh, if we had just given us the Vicodin then, because the Vicodin works. That's what for him pretty much works. Um, and then the right. Motrin added, the thing is like, it sounds crazy. It sounds like he's a drug addict. He's not. But the Vicodin, because it's acetaminophen, you can take it with Motrin. They don't, mm-hmm. um, they won't like interact badly or, or whatever. So he can take an, a Motrin, which is anti-inflammatory, and a painkiller, and, like, he's good to go. Um, right. Whereas before, they were like, oh, yeah, take the Percocet. Well, that did nothing. Right. That made it worse, because then it gave him nausea on top of, like, everything. And I gotta tell you, Ryan, Ryan on Vicodin, not that funny. No. No. Pretty sure. She's like, you know, you can't drive on it. I'm like, drive on it. I've so, worked on it before. But now, like, the doctor made a, she was like, I forget which ER doctor at this point, was like, well, from now on, you know, make sure you tell the doctors you do not tolerate Percocet. Because mm-hmm. you, I mean, you can't take something that's making you sick. Right. And you need to say it like, I'm allergic to it to make yeah. them actually listen and understand you. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise it just doesn't work. I know with all the surgeries and stuff that mom had last year, there were several things that she got. And, and her doctor, you know, we like her doctor a lot. Yeah. But it was like, you know, I'm going to give you some Vicodin for pain. Okay. 500 of them. I'm like, we could sell this and pay off the property taxes. 500? It was a, some insane amount. And they were too strong and they made her sick. Yeah. So we have all of these Vicodin that we don't know anything to do with. I mean, she we've gotten rid of them, but right. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, don't, Sue, please don't, don't tell people. Don't come in my house and steal them. It's true. But they're like, gone. But, you know, it was just like I had – you guys are gone again, so I'm going to keep talking because I don't know where oh, you went. Right. Oh, I kind of almost heard Ryan there. Oh, we're um, here. Can you hear us? Yeah. I had an eye infection. And so, you know, usually you get eye drops, right? One little container and you use it till it's gone. She gave me two. I have a whole container. They've never been opened. I don't know. Yeah. You know, so it costs me extra money. That's bizarre. And it's stuff you don't need. It's really weird. But Well, it was go. me. Because I, I was, when I started getting sick again, I used the Vicodin from months ago because I still had some left. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me a new prescription of it to get me through till tomorrow morning. Of which I think I've taken one of them. I think you're, yeah. I don't, no, then, I haven't even opened so it. So, like, his urologist renewed the prescription for the Vicodin, which he, I, he refilled. Then the next day, no, or three like, hours, or later, three hours later, we go to the ER. She wrote him another prescription. And it's like, they're not going to fill it. Like, Walgreens is going to think we're drug addicts. Like, how much Vicodin <laughs> do you want me to take in the next week? Oh. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. 
Crazy, crazy. I can't believe we're talking about drugs and Jen's well, not here. I know. <laughs> it's it's, it's new for us. I've actually never taken Vicodin or Percocet. So. Thankfully, I've never had to. This is a great wrestling clip where the president takes both. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they gave me... I was prescribed Percocet after my wisdom teeth surgery, but I never took them because I didn't have any pain. So, mm-hmm. never taken, never taken. I've had Vicodin when I took out my wrist and stuff like that, but yeah. it doesn't do much for me either. It like doesn't make me loopy or crazy or anything. I've podcasted yeah. on it; nobody even knew. Yeah, it's all coming out now. I should yeah. pop a farewell. I should pop. A farewell I think everyone Vicodin. thinks it makes you crazy just because of like. Well, because of Lady Chi, <laughs> Lady Chi, right there. Well, and like House House yep. is addicted to it, but um, yeah. So we've been all around. We've been we've been we've been in my kidneys. We've we been have with been botulism. Well, I swear to God, if we name this episode Botulism and Ryan's Penis, I'm done. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we can name it that. Oh, my goodness. I think it's uh, just like, I think call it, if you don't do it just right, it'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do we want, do we want to get to? I to the last one, something like um, Ryan's Blind Date. Bob's mistake and something, and then I I had it all typed out and I was ready and I was like, now wait a minute, was it Ryan's blind date or was it Bob's blind date? Oh well, we'll change it to the little podcast that could. There <laughs> you go. There you go. Because you just don't want to have to go back and listen to it. Yeah, I had to listen to thirty four on fast forward so that I could do show notes, but we got them all out, so I'm caught up with we everything did. I have edited. Although well, 35 love, is done, I just have to listen to it. I love it. In the early days of Pofo, I remember I did all the editing by myself, and I had, like, a meeting with Jen and she to kind of say, you guys need to help me, and they had a meeting. That was what my point of the meeting was. Their point of the meeting was, how can we adjust the schedule so you can do all the work yourself, but more efficiently and easier for you? <laughs> so I feel like now it's like, Sue's like, you know, I'm editing eight podcasts. I'm like, what kind of a new computer can we get you that will allow you to do this task but more easily and have time for yourself? Oh, man, it's right. slick. I'll tell you what, because normally I'm... You you know, manually cutting out the silences and I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit on my hands and I'm just going to listen to it. And at one point, 20 minutes in last night, I was like, you know, I could just compress this, take out the extra sound, truncate it and I'll be done. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And I was like, oh no, I have to put the exit music on. So I slid it all the way to the back and I listened to the last like three minutes and it was off by three minutes. So the two tracks weren't aligned anymore. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to have to listen to it and figure out where the tracks didn't align. Oh, no. So yeah. I ended up having to listen to it all, but it was all right. Inside baseball thing, when you actually do that and split tracks or add tracks, you'll have like a little line that goes through it. You can look for that line. That's where it got screwed up. Fun fact. Cool. I've been there. That happened during the first, I had to listen to the first, um, the Philosopher's Stone commentary track that we all did. It was like, mm-hmm. there was like seven minutes where we lost the connection. Right. So I forget how the hell we feel it on the podcast, but like it took me forever to try and line that up again. You know how like I was um I I went through all of the uh, commentaries. Actually, no, I didn't finish them, but I went through all the com the first two commentaries for um Lord the Lord of, of the Rings and the Two Towers, mm-hmm. and they were cast commentaries. They do cast and director, so I have been listening to the cast ones, and the way they do it is like. They get a lot of the actors to do it, but you can clearly tell they're not in the same room. Mm-hmm. You know, because they'll make comments about each other like they're not there. In a good way. Like, it's not right. like they're trashing the other actor. They'll be like, oh, yeah, and, you know, Elijah was so good in the scene. But then you can just tell that these are all separate tracks. And I'm like, that must have been kind of hard to 
actually edit that together because it's like, what do you keep from one person? What do you edit out? It, yeah. it, that must have been really hard. And then if you, yeah. like, leave this story in, but then it's boring, yeah. and you stop over other stuff, but then the end of the story is really good. Because, like, know? Ian McKellen is kind of long-winded. I mean, he talks a lot. His stories, he, he would be very about. long. And um, Christopher Lee, too, because they're older, so they just they sort of talk at <laughs> a slower pace. and mm-hmm. they, they, You know what I mean? So I was like, wow, I wouldn't have wanted to be the editor for that. That would not have been Well, that's the thing with editing. Um, sometimes, like, leaving it exactly as it is is the easiest thing to do to get it done faster. The hardest <laughs> thing is move. Like, in the beginning of Perfect Weekly, we used to, like, move conversations around. Like, oh, let's move this to this part of the conversation. No, right. no, 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 no. Just leave No, no, we, we stopped doing that. I was listening to a podcast the other day. It was, I, I didn't understand it. After doing Perfect Weekly for so many years, I don't understand other things. We don't understand. Things. No, it was, an, it's another, it's the, um, the, the mission law Roddenberry podcast, right. and there was an episode where they did like a five-minute goof on the fact that the science lab had a Christmas party because Spock is in charge of the science lab, what? so it's like Spock is hosting a Christmas party. And there, someone wrote in saying, "Why didn't you talk about the Christmas party? Because it's unusual in Star Trek to have a Christmas party because usually they don't reference religion of any kind." And um, they're like, "Well, we did five minutes of it, but we had to cut it because the episode went over." But it was comedy gold. I'm like, "You cut comedy gold to keep the episode under forty? Are you kidding me? Yeah, why would you do that? Or you cut I, the other stuff and you leave yeah. in comedy gold? Exactly. That's <laughs> what you do. So uh, it's weird. After doing this, it's like I don't understand how other editors do their stuff." I have, I have two podcast comments. Um, I'm listening to Critical Hit, which is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Mm-hmm. And for our Ravenclaws, the, uh, group had to fight. They're, they're in the Fey Wild and, and they had to fight man-sized lemurs. And that just made me giggle because they were attacked by man-sized lemurs that were trying to hurt them. And then, mm-hmm. uh, the Judge John Hodgman podcast today was all about role playing. Uh, the, it wasn't quite Dungeons and Dragons. It was another one that I hadn't quite heard of. Um, it's about a wizard detective guy. Mm. Some book series. It sounded like a pretty good book series. Uh, but they, uh, it was all about, you know, whether or not one guy could mess up the, you know, he wanted to fight everybody and everybody else wanted to role play more. And it was there. <laughs> As one does. Their thing. But it was kind of fun to listen to, too. And, and it made me happy that it was role playing. So. Yeah, so I've been listening to the Roddenberry podcasts, and mm-hmm. I've still been listening to uh, Star Trek Outpost. I have a couple of those. Apparently, I'm doing I, Star Trek. Yeah, I, I love I, the I, Outpost. Those are my favorite. Well, it, the thing that kills me about those is like we talk Perfect Weekly, and then it became Perfect Biweekly. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard to do these things with the regularity. And it's got to be so much harder to do something like that where you're actually acting and you're splicing tracks and doing sound effects. And they usually come out every 30 days. So I actually sent a message to a bunch of the actors on Facebook just saying, thank you, because that yeah. must be hard They're doing good. what you do. And you're such a geek. I am. I'm friends with Dr. Winston on Facebook. Ooh. Ooh. And I was going to post this, but I'll just say this to you. Thank you for what you do, because... The pod, some of the podcasts that I listen to, like all they do is beg for money. And it's like, you know, oh, really? we really want to keep the podcast going, but it's so expensive to keep it going. And da 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 da. I often wonder and, about that because it's not terribly expensive to keep Perfect Weekly going. So the, like, I think about that. And all I can think of is, like, there's bills out there I'm not seeing, which <laughs> I don't think, but. Or they have so many more listeners than we do that they need 
you know, much more sophisticated servers or dedicated servers, which can be more expensive. Mm -hmm. If you get a dedicated server, it's easily four times what we pay, but even that's not substantial. I mean, it's, it's not a lot of money, but I'm glad to do it. But yeah, I, I get annoyed, but I usually fast forward through like the first three minutes of the podcast because it's, this podcast is brought to you by Audible. I don't want oh, Perfect no. Weekly oh coming God. to you. Audible, Audible is a big one. Well, no, the thing is that you, then you have to make funny Audible jokes and then you can't yeah. say mm-hmm. penis anymore. Right. Well, no, because maybe Audible doesn't want you to say penis, so then you have to call it something else, like Mr. Wee Wee or something. I, like, uh, I, no, 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 no. It's, oh, I'm sorry. It, in the Vox Corporis, we called it a, a willy, we, well, we called condoms willy wrappers. Willy wrappers. What did we just hear the other day? We heard someone call a condom something, and it was really funny on on something that we watched. I can't remember we what did? it was. I had something on in the background, and you, like, walked through the room, and they, no, it was, okay, um, put your foot it was Commander head. Taylor on The Closer. Made a comment. Oh. It was, he made a, like a reference to wearing a condom. He he said it like he's sitting in the room and he's reading the paper and they're talking about the case and he made like a condom joker reference. It was an expression and you hadn't heard it before and you left. <laughs> I'll just leave I have no idea. It that. obviously didn't leave much of an impression. I'm gonna let that all hang out there. <laughs> so you're welcome. Perfect Weekly, but- the Popo Exchange. Point of yeah. View Weekly, never, never to be brought to you by Audible.com. No. Or use their products. I hear they're lots of them. Hell, well, we, won't even, we won't even upgrade to the paid version of live stream. We won't. Mm-hmm. I refuse. I'm not it, spending it was it like maybe bucks a month. I think they also try to pay their editors and maybe their people, but it's like, you know, it's constant. And, and they do the Audible stuff, but they're also like... And if you could come and PayPal us, and and we'd really like it if you could do a two dollar, a five dollar, or a ten dollar a month a donation, where we just take it out of your bank account. What? And what? I'm like, whoa! And it's constant. It's it's you know, it, it kind of turns me off a little bit. I really like the podcast, so I'm not going to give it up. But it just it made me really appreciate you, Ryan. So oh, I wanted well. to say that you're very welcome. The closest I've ever come is if if you want to buy a pull mug. Buy it because mm-hmm. they're great mugs. I think we, I, we get like a buck from your mug or whatever it is, which I then apply. Yeah, we don't bill. roll in cash. <laughs> I'm not rolling in cash from that, but I apply it to the bill, which isn't terribly substantial. No. What actually, get, what they get you on, it's not paying for the server or the hosting or anything. It's, well, it's, um, renewing the URLs. That's what kills oh. me. Cause I, apparently I have too many URLs. Cause you own them. I own the URL. So I have, I'm constantly renewing them and I think I'm getting taken for a ride. Maybe you should eliminate Aww. some URLs. No, I can't because they're mine. If I give Aww. them up, someone else will use them. I can say that used to be mine, so I can't do it. Yeah, so, that would be sad. It's one of those issues, but what are you going to do? And we have breaking news here. Scarlett, uh-huh. who is on her way back to school, yep. has made it to Albuquerque safely during the daylight nice. with <laughs> most of her sanity. Apparently, she and her dad are driving together. So <laughs> she thought we would like to know that she's... Made a good chunk of her journey safely, so that's good to know. And I'm hoping she's listening to the live stream on her iPhone. I don't know. Do. I have not seen her posting in the chat, so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe that's a good sign because I know it's very difficult to post and use the live stream on the iPhone. Because that's they, true. They could do one or thing at to, a time. Or to drive or, yeah. you know, things like that. But. Exactly. But I think we should be calling it a night because I have to drink two gallons of water in the next hour and six minutes or two hours and six minutes. Two hours You're going to be up all night long peeing. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll pee out the stone. You know, that would be ironic. Well, here's <laughs> the other thing. That would be pretty funny. Sue, let's <laughs> see how... Wouldn't it be wicked fun? Sue, let's see how much you listen to the podcast. When I had my wisdom teeth removed and they gave me two options, uh-huh. what was my question to them? Which one would be more expensive? Exactly. They say, I have to pay a copay, a surgical copay tomorrow, mm-hmm. unless I pass the stone by 9 o'clock. Oh, so you're... Now I'm motivated to get rid of this stone. Get rid of this stone. You're going to be floating. You only get about 11 hours. Well, I'm going to go back up my kidney and drink a lot of water right now. But thank you for joining us. We've learned a lot about botulism this evening. (laughs) It's going to be the botulism show. This is going to be the botulism and Ryan's penis. There's no way around calling it that. Uh. (laughs) I'm going to let you edit this one. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't have to name it because I don't want to... Sue will be blushing. Oh, you sent me text messages with, with dot, dot, dot in your penis. And then, I mean, uh, apparently, I can't remember what I said, so you'll have, have to sc- send it to me since you screenshot it. I have a screenshot somewhere. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, thank you for joining us. Uh, not sure we're going to have an after show right now. So unfortunately, some of you are probably hearing this weeks later because we're apparently just going to cut off on you any second. Oh, Sorry okay. about that. Sorry about that. So yeah. have a good night, everybody. We'll be back next week. Hopefully Bobo will be back with us. Jen will be off of her rant from uh, yes. the Comic-Con and their price increase. And we can get down to drawing pictures. And talking about sword art, which I really want to do. Yeah, I'll see if I can watch a little bit more. I have just two or three episodes of season two of Doctor Who left, so I'm chugging my way through it, and uh, I'm enjoying it. I, I'm i still weirded yeah. out by the fact that I knew everything that was going to happen in the episode last night, so... Oh, because you saw, you heard it as an audio. I must have. It's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, she saw fear her. Oh, okay. With the little girl. Yep. She was a scary little girl. So creepy. Well, she wasn't. But the, I love I love the episode where the TARDIS materializes sideways and they can't get the door open. Yeah, that, that's the one. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> he opens it up. And goes, hmm, that's not gonna work. I was trying to figure out why last year because they made that episode free on iTunes and I couldn't figure out why. And I'm like, oh, it belonged to the Olympics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they really wanted David Tennant in his brown suit to carry the torch for at least part of it. Um, that would have been so fun. Yeah, uh, Matt Smith, I know, carried it for the time David did. And um, Scott says that the the podcast, the Judge John Hodgman role playing book series, is the Dresden Files, and I believe that is correct. So that's a book series that we might like. It's about wizards and role playing. Might be fun. We might because I didn't think I would like anime, and I like that very much. So God, yeah. the world is my cracker. Mm-hmm. Oyster, oyster, oyster. oyster. The, hell oyster. the world is my cracker. What the hell is that? Am I even a Viking? <laughs> Don't eat raw oysters, though. You could die. Uh, botulism. All right, what's vibrio. That? No, vibrio. Vibrio. Oh, that's not bad. That's it's a deadly toxin. This world is not safe. I need I need to live All right, in a but bubble. on that lovely note, that note, live in a bubble. We should just end it like Top Gear. And on that bombshell. Thank you very it much. It is time to say good night. Good night. And good thank night. You. Good night. Mm. Farewell. Cheerio. <laughs> Racist is like oyster cracker. Oh, that's oyster. funny. Oyster cracker. That was unfortunate. Good night, live chat. Bye, chat. Bye. All right, saving this one. Oh, it was fun. Huh, Scott says you've gone <laughs> crackers. <laughs> what is this, episode 37, sir? I believe it is. Am I? Yes, because I'm doing 36. No, I'm doing 35 right now. The anime is 36. Ryan, uh, Bob has a special edition, so yes. Right. Hold on, I have to look up botulism. B-O-T-U-L-I-S-M. How is it? 
Okay, can you look it up? B-O- I know you're falling asleep. B-O-T-U-L-I-S-M. Botulism. Botulism. So exciting. So. Okay. I have to go out and chop down more trees or something. Really? It's too late. I know. It's getting late. But we have to have it all picked up and ready for the people that are coming tomorrow. The, the guys well, it's also three hours earlier there. I'm going to have to actually yeah. get up and get dressed in the morning because people are coming at 8 o'clock in the morning to spread compost and then the guy's coming mm-hmm. at 9. The other guy's coming at 9 to build the fence. So you should see my poor little truck. It is. Ooh, I have to tell you, this would have been good on the podcast too. So our uh, gas meter is ticking. Tick, 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 tick. I know. So we called the gas Mm -hmm. company. We said, "Um, the gas meter is ticking. Is it supposed to do that? No, it's not supposed to do that. We'll send a guy out tomorrow. Like, okay, we're not going to explode before tomorrow, are we? No, I think you'll be okay. Like, okay, thanks. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> so i'm gonna stay at my apartment so if the house blows it'll be mom's house not mine and we'll be okay oh god that's nice no I, i'm sure it will be fine because it's been It'll doing be it all fine. day and we haven't exploded yet so there you go all right i got this episode up in the live stream so people can listen okay. to it all right have a great night see you. i'll talk to you tomorrow I will be thinking good thoughts about you tomorrow, and yeah. Well, luckily, by the time you wake up at you know seven it'll twenty, be it'll be over. It'll be over. Yep. <sighs> I'll try to wake up early just for you. I'll wake right. up and send you good thoughts, and then I'll go back to sleep. There you go. Have a good mm-hmm. All right. Talk to you later. Soon.